Wolf and Luke Middays, 98.7 FM, Arizona's Sports Station. Is this from your uh, your time in that heart cover band that you used to play in? No. No? Okay. It isn't, we'll, though. We'll find that. you got to love Ann Wilson, right? That's a good heart. riff. Right? That's a good that rejoin. so good It's a right solid rejoin. We don't play a lot of, like, old school rejoins. That's an old school that rejoin. Is, that is sweet it, it right there, up. man. What a voice. Um, we got Kellen Olson on the line right now. Last time I saw Kellen was at a baseball game last night. He's joining us on the Arizona Sports Line right now. Probably not to talk about baseball. Kellen, what's going on? We're too busy, man. Can they give us days off? Holy smokes. Hello. <laughs> How you doing, big guy? Oh, we're doing fantastic. Jokes as always. Great to be out at the sports, baseball, football, basketball, whatever we're going to talk about just now. I'm ready for Hi, guys. <laughs> All right, Kellen. We're going to here. We're going to just start you off with an easy one. Where is Kevin Durant going to be playing basketball at the end of next season? End of next season? Yes. Like, where is he going to finish wow, this probably. upcoming season? Uh, complicated. Uh, up until now, I've heard that he is preferred destination is Phoenix, so Ooh, it doesn't nice. change for me. I think Phoenix. Okay, so so yeah, let's actually go there because I mean everything that happened over the weekend between him and Joe Sy, I think a lot of us look at it and say that was necessary. If he's ever going to play on Phoenix, that meeting was necessary. But all you hear nationally are people like Shams, and, and he's not the only one saying, okay, it's probably Boston or Toronto or Miami or maybe somebody else. I'm kind of still in that line of thinking with you that the Suns just have to do one thing and they move right to the front of that list. But I'll be honest, before I felt like it was logical. Now I feel like I'm just kind of sticking to it because that's what I've been feeling. Yeah, this new cycle is in a really uh, strange position where it's been going on so long that we're kind of retreading and just kind of finding it difficult to not change or it's tough to change your stance at this point when there's nothing really worthwhile changing your stance off of if that makes sense like we had that boston news drop two weeks ago but to me that just read like something that was like oh no watch out we got this offer from the boston celtics we might take it jalen brown oh boy there's the ulcer everyone's been talking about watch out other teams here we go we're gonna do it and then of course like nothing really materialized windhorse came on bickley and Murata that morning and just said that, yeah, yeah, those talks were like from a week or two ago, essentially, I believe is what Windhorst said when he when he joined the show. So nothing has really materialized since then. And, and to be honest, I'm not one to really change my stance unless there's something worth it, even if it's been like, what, what has it been now, like three or four weeks since we heard uh, Shams and Zach Lowe both say in different ways that the Suns are number one on Durant's list. So I... Nothing's really going to change for me on that point. I think the more interesting discussion is if the Suns would be willing to give up what they need to give up, and it seems like they they aren't willing to right now. Yeah, that is very, very interesting to me right now. Kellen, what what do you want to see happen? What you, obviously, I'm I'm imagining you want to see the Phoenix Suns get Kevin Durant. I would ask you, at what cost do you want to see them get Kevin Durant? Yeah, if, if I had the ability to make the decision, I, I would pull the trigger on the trade. And, and I say the trade because the Suns are in a really unique position right now where everyone kind of knows what their best offer is by default. Like Devin Booker is obviously not going to be on it, so their default offer is Mikel Bridges, Cam Johnson, Jay Crowder, four first-round picks, three swaps, and then maybe there's a fourth player involved there too. Maybe it's Campaign or Torrey Craig or, or Dario Saric in, in some sort of – fashion and in a type of deal like that because like everyone knows kind of like the top three players in the deal the max swaps the max first round picks and and so on everyone kind of knows that's the deal meanwhile 
with Boston, it's like, will they include Jalen Brown and a couple of their players? Will Toronto include Scotty Barnes and and so on? But we kind of know what it looks like for Phoenix, at least, because ever since DeAndre Ayton's return uh, happened, we, we kind of got that solidified. So now it's just a matter of if the Suns want to execute a trade like that. And everything that Gambo was saying during the first week of this whole news cycle was essentially that the Suns really don't want to gut their roster, and that's been backed up by ESPN's Bobby Marks and a couple of other different people. And if they executed that type of trade, it would pretty much contradict – I wrote this on ArizonaSports.com – it would directly contradict the way that James Jones won executive of the year and the the way that the Suns kind of built their roster, which was balance across the board. Now, they'd have a really, really great top four of Kevin Durant, DeAndre, and Chris Paul, Devin Booker. But pieces five through nine and five through eleven, like it would, it would be tough. It, it would be quite the challenge to fill up the depth of the team going forward, and and that's where you kind of have to make a decision. And for me, the the decision is Kevin Durant. Talking to Kellen Olson, uh, Kellen, logic would dictate that you know if they're going to get a deal done before the season, it's going to be other pieces, but the primary piece would be Mikel Bridges. If somehow this drags on until January and they made a deal then, maybe you end up including DeAndre Ayton if he signs off on it instead of Mikel Bridges. So I know this is a lot of hypotheticals, but if they were to get Kevin Durant, in addition to the other pieces you have to give up, would you be more inclined to give up Mikel or D.A.? Uh, I would be more inclined to give up DA just based on a, a myriad of different factors. Mostly, just it's it's difficult to sit here and say that one is more replaceable than the other because the bottom line is each guy is pretty irreplaceable. We talked about that for months with DeAndre, and we've been talking about it now for weeks with Mikel because we never thought we would be talking about the Suns getting rid of Mikel Bridges, but then Kevin Durant becomes available, and, and that kind of changes everything. But I, I just think it becomes a little bit easier with DeAndre because Mikel would still be around to guard the primary guy on every team because if Mikel goes in a deal, I, I don't know what the Suns are going to do from a defensive perspective in terms of who's going to guard Steph Curry, John Morant, Luka Doncic, Paul George. Like I, I have no idea, and, and that, that becomes a challenge for them. Uh, and then on, on the flip side of that, though, of course, it, it becomes, okay, like who's the anchor of your defense? Who's the guy covering the ball screen from the backside? Like that's always been DeAndre, and he's always been fantastic at that. He's always been the guy creating gravity for your offense naturally. But then again, you would get more spacing without someone like DeAndre in your offense. And that's where I think you could see potential benefits in terms of, in terms of losing him. But I, I think that part of this that you didn't mention, Luke, is DeAndre would have to obviously be in the middle of the season. And, and yeah. if that's the choice, if it's DeAndre in the middle of the season or Mikel right now, I would say Mikel right now because I just don't really believe in it from a basketball perspective, just like speaking like philosophically on how the game works and just how team sports and the dynamics work in, work in general. I don't think you can make that big of a move from a magnitude uh, angle in January or February and just expect your team to be able to figure out all of its core dynamics in two to three months before the postseason starts and then win a championship. So I think you need to do, if you're doing a move where you get rid of one of your two, three, four most important players or or two or three of your most important players and get one that is going to become one of your most important players, I, I just think that requires so much shifting to really win a championship, which of course is what this is all about. So if I had a choice, it would, it would be, that's my complicated answer. It would be McKellen now, but with several caveats. You know what's amazing about this, though, guys? If, in fact, you're one of those people that want to see the Phoenix Suns get Kevin Durant, if you want Kevin Durant here, uh, rejoice, because he's coming here. Because Kevin Durant is a superstar, and he's also a bit of a diva. That's what I think. I think he's a diva. He's going to get his way. And if, in fact, the reports are true, 
that he wants to be a Phoenix Sun, that's where he's coming. He's not going anywhere else. Uh, Kellen, we appreciate the time, man. Next time we have you on, we're going to make you translate the hidden meaning of Jay Crowder's tweets, okay? Uh, okay, just don't look at his favorites. Okay. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Thank All you, right. Kellen. Thanks, Kellen.